Life Audio. Hello, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with Trisha and Michelle. We're just two friends reading through the Bible chronologically and encouraging you to do the same. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Daily Bible Podcast, or go to our website, dailybiblepodcast.net. We're going through the one-year chronological Bible, and if you haven't started yet, hey, it's not too late to start. We have links for that in our show notes and also on our website. And we have a community group, and we are talking about all the things over on Facebook, so you just look for the Daily Bible Podcast in the Facebook groups, and we would love to have you there. Where It's really a closer connection than we're able to get at other places. Well, and it's cool, like even this morning as I was getting ready for us talking today, I just checked it out and I was like, oh, we have people who are asking for prayer there for friends. Mm-hmm. We have people who are just dropping in comments. It's just a really encouraging place. Yes. So and so cool. one, one lady said, we are doing so well. <laughs> Look at us yeah. reading through. And so it's like, it's a we, it becomes a we yeah. there, which I really love. That is so cool. Well, today we are reading number seven. That's it. Just one chapter. Number 89 seven. verses. 89 verses. Well, and yesterday we finished Exodus. Woohoo! And I think that we was, forgot to like celebrate because it just I, led into numbers. I know. And then I went back and looked. I'm like, wait, we, we finished Exodus. It's so, so exciting. So we're, you're doing it. You're doing it, my friend. You're doing it. We're all doing it together. We're getting through some of these hard parts of the Bible. And that's what it is. It really is these hard parts. These are like the dog days, the dog days of summer. These are like the dog days of the Bible, except that, well, we know that the Bible is the inspired word of God. Mm -hmm. And so every single word of his counts, even these hard, grueling passages Every single word counts. Yeah, and okay. it's laying down foundations because mm-hmm. later when it talks about offerings, we're going to understand these things. And when we get into the New Testament, we're going to see so many things being fulfilled by Jesus that it's like, yeah. oh, I remember when the priest did this. And it's all, it's just like laying down the foundation for everything tying together. And like I said yesterday, that's one of the reasons why I love Hebrews is because it points back and it helped me really understand the Old Testament. So that's what we're trying to do here. Instead of jumping to the New Testament to understand, we're trying to understand here to help us, like you said, lay a foundation. Okay, so today we are talking about the offerings of dedication and woohoo, today is a big day. It really, like today, I just, I can only imagine the excitement that is going on among the Israelites. Um, I, I remember when I was a little kid and uh, my parents went to a church that was just a couple of blocks away from our house. Well, it was a small church and and the congregation was growing out of this church. So mm. they they took some time to um, to ask for funding, to ask for gifts and tithes and well, for ask for offerings. Yeah. And took a year to raise funds, took another year or so to build a building. And I remember the dedication of that building. And it was like, 
you know, every, it, it was exciting. It was so exciting to walk into that building and walk into my new Sunday school room and walk into the sanctuary. I mean, it was just one of those things that was just, it was so cool. So I can't even imagine mm-hmm. I had a church building and I was walking into another church building, just a newer one, but I can't imagine the excitement of the Israelites. And they took two weeks to present their gifts to God. Each day, a tribe came with their gifts and their offerings mm-hmm. to God. And, and so the first one came from Judah. And here's, here's what they brought. His offering consisted of a silver platter weighing three and a fourth pounds and a silver basin weighing one and three-fourths pounds as measured by the weight of the sanctuary shekel. These were both filled with grain offerings of choice flour moistened with olive oil. And remember, olive oil was a choice olive oil. Mm -hmm. It was a choice oil. He also brought a gold container weighing four ounces, which was filled with incense. He brought a young bull, a ram, and a one-year male lamb for a burnt offering and a male goat for a sin offering. For a peace offering, he brought two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five one-year-old male lambs. And this offering was brought by Nashon, son of Aminadab. And and so, of course, that was from the tribe of Judah. Well, then the next day, the tribe of Issachar brought the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And the next day, Zebulun, tribe of Zebulun, brought the exact same thing. Then Reuben, then the next day, Simeon, then, uh, or si- is it Simon? We Simeon. Get- yeah, it is Simeon. Yeah. It's Simeon. And then the next day, it's Gad. Next day, Ephraim. Next day, Manasseh. Next day, Benjamin. Again, these, these tribes are bringing the exact same thing. They're bringing this big, huge wagon load of all of these offerings to the Lord's temple, to the, to the sanctuary. And then we have, uh, Benjamin. And then the tribe of Dan, the tribe of Asher brings one, the tribe of Naphtali. So two weeks every day, well, not quite two weeks, but 12 days, every day for 12 days, they brought these offerings, these offerings to to God. And okay, so Trisha, the practical side of me, (laughs) because I have just moved and I've got boxes everywhere and, um, and I'm going crazy with all these boxes. But the practical side of me says... What do you do? What do you do with all of these, all of these gifts and offerings? I mean, we're talking some of the finest yes. gold. We're talking some of the nicest things. And all I can think of is a pile of really nice stuff. <laughs> In the desert. In the desert. But, yeah. but yeah, that's just the practical side of me that just keeps wondering. And yet the thing is, is that this is what they were doing. They'd already given so much to build everything, mm-hmm. already had given of their their possessions. And now they were like, nope, one more. We're, we're giving forth more because we're offering it to the Lord. Yeah, I love that. And I, I know this, like the tabernacle, as we know yesterday, it talked about was filled with the glory of God and the cloud would lead them. So this is like a mobile unit. So we're talking about, was there any clauses? Well, they couldn't have like a building with closets, but they had to have some type of storehouses or little fenced off areas for these sheep and these goats that would later be sacrificed because they were going to be moving it along in wagons mm-hmm. or some of the things 
uh, as we'll find out later, had to be carried on their shoulders. So when they moved, they couldn't put some of the sacred things into wagons. These Levites had to carry it on their shoulders as they walked. Um, so not only is it a lot of stuff, but they have to be mobile and to be able to move around and set everything up. So the ingenuity of the tabernacle and all its beauty and glory and these fine things, we're going to move on here and then we're going to move over there. And so it's moving along. So I think that's even more impressive. Um, and then I got stopped in number seven, seven, where it talks about So Moses took the wagons and oxen and presented them to the Levites. He gave two wagons and four oxen to the Gershonite division for their work. And he gave four wagons and eight oxen to the Merite division for their work. And so then I'm like, okay, who are these divisions? Because we know the the tribes of Israel. Um, So then I looked it up and remember Gershon was the firstborn son of Moses and Merai was the son of Levi. And so I kept going. So the Kothites, which is also mentioned, were one of the four main divisions of the Levites. So all these the that are mentioned were the actual divisions of the Levites. These are the part of the Levite clan. And in biblical times, there was uh, three, and that's where the Gershites, the Merites, the Anarites, and then the Kohites was the fourth. So that, so the Levi was divided into those sections and then they had their own work that they would do. So they had their specific wagons for the things that they would um, carry on to the next place. And as I kept reading these passages, um, which an editor, like working with editors are like, they would have simplified all this to explaining the offerings once and said, these were all brought by and would have listed it. But I love how in this chapter it explains each person's name. And even though they're the same things, it lists them out. So that's pretty fun. But as I kept reading, the three words that started popping out at me was the son of. Mm-hmm. Um, and this stood out to me more than even the offerings because it shouted to me its faithfulness. So these sons were acting on what was promised to their ancestors, the son of this, mm-hmm. the son of that. And they were from these tribes, but they're the descendants. And it just spoke to me of the faithfulness of God. God is fulfilling his promises to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob centuries after he made those promises and the promises of the faithfulness of Moses to meet with God in the tabernacle once everything was set up. So the whole point was God was with them. And then these children of the ones who originally got the promise, grandchildren, great, great grandchildren were the ones that were seeing it fulfilled. And it just shows the faithfulness of God and that he saw his people and he's going to continue where he left off with those promises to their ancestors. That's beautiful. That is so beautiful. It's from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. And he does. Yeah. He he fulfills his promises. I mean, God cannot lie. We know that. It says that in scripture. And so he makes a promise. He's going to fulfill it. He Even a long time people. later. Yeah. 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 Such a beautiful thing. Well, we need to take a break here and we need to hear from our sponsor. But when we come back, we'll have the word of the day. Stay tuned. Okay, so I came up with the word of the day today. And um, as I was just reading through this, what hit me was the diligence. Mm-hmm. The diligence of the people of Israel, the diligence of God's children to continue. Um, They just as we saw them complaining, and we know that they will continue complaining, (laughs) there is something about this 
period of time that they were diligent to fulfill what God had asked them to do mm-hmm. and not to just do that, but then to go above and beyond and give these, these offerings. And um, the diligence is, uh, I looked it up in the dictionary, it's careful and persistent work or effort. And, you know, it really took diligence for each trip to bring their offerings. And it took diligence to sit before God as Moses did for him just to sit there and learn from God. It took Mm -hmm. diligence. It takes diligence for us to read the word every day. And right now when we're going through these hard passages, it takes diligence. And I've just got to say, thank you for doing this hard work of sitting before God each day. I mean, we're almost six weeks into 2023 or six weeks into wherever you're picking up the word at this point or wherever you're listening to the podcast at this point, we're six weeks in and it's not always easy. Sometimes it's confusing. Sometimes our brains wander while we're reading, but you're putting the work in and God knows that and he will honor that. I think of the trips that each of the tribes uh, took to bring their offerings. I think of those trips like on a Sunday when we're heading to church and there are some Sundays that don't go as planned and the kids are screaming or <laughs> you woke up late and there, or there's no hot water or there's an ice storm in Arkansas where, where Trisha is right now, but you still make it to church. You still make it there. And I know that Trisha has a friend that wakes up at 3 a.m. every morning mm-hmm. to spend time with God. And I think how in the world, how in the world do you make that happen? But for Robin, that is what gives her the fuel that she needs to get through her day. And that is careful and persistent work. I mean, that is diligence. That is going, okay, I want to be diligent with my offerings towards God. And as as you persist, your diligence may look different than someone else's, but this is just to say thank you for doing the hard work. We see many of you in the Facebook community and also on Instagram, and we know that many of you are quiet behind the scenes. Some of you are. Some of you are a little bit more vocal, but everyone is being diligent. And so I just wanted to say thank you. Yeah, I love how you brought that around to our listeners, because look at us. Look at this. Look at what they have mm-hmm. done. This faithfulness. I love getting notes. From people and you receive them, I receive them and say, this is the first time I've been diligent about sitting down with the Bible reading. And just it's so exciting that we get to be a part of that. And it matters in the long run. You know, there's to me, there's nothing more beautiful than teaching my grandchildren about God because now I have grandkids. I'm a grandma. Um, and sometimes we might not see. I know I will not see maybe their full lives and what they're going to accomplish for God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even more is seeing my children teaching my grandkids, my daughter reading Bible stories with my grandkids, my son reading Bible stories with my grandkids. Um, and we can't expect more from our grandchildren or our children than we do ourselves. And so I love how you say that diligence of sitting down with God's word, the diligence of going to church, we will see that in our lives. And hopefully our children will see that and model that example our grandchildren will see that and model that example. And this is how it gets passed on through generations when the younger generation sees the older generation being diligent. Um, mm-hmm. It talks about number 789. Whenever Moses went into the tabernacle to speak with the Lord, he heard 
the voice speaking to him from between the two cherubim above the ark's cover, the place of atonement that rests on the ark of the covenant. And the Lord spoke to him from there. So all these sons were faith. Their faith was due to Moses's leadership. Moses is the one that came and told them what God wanted him to do. Moses went and sat down into the tabernacle and heard the voice of God. And every day there are people in our lives that are looking to us as the example, just like they were looking to Moses. And I think this shouldn't be a burden, but rather an honor. I remember one day coming down from my morning uh, where I sit down with my Bible and coffee and coming from downstairs where our bedroom was. And my daughter, Leslie, she's at the home at the time, was reading her Bible and had a cup of coffee. And it's like she had seen me in the mornings getting up and getting my coffee and getting my Bible. And that morning she beat me. And it just filled my heart with such joy knowing that she saw that and modeled it in that example. So we, you know, if we want our sons and our daughters to follow in God, we have to model that and, and show them how to live it out just like Moses was doing. That is beautiful. Well, and you know, just speaking of Moses, we had a comment on Facebook from Tammy, and she said that the story of Moses always impacts her because he wasn't supposed to survive, (laughs) yet he grew up as an adopted son of a princess, and then he was used by God in circumstances that didn't appeal to him at all. And she went on and said, we never know our path or where it will lead. God can use anyone, anything at any time to advance advance the kingdom. That is so good. I love that. It, it is just such a beautiful thing. Hey, D- Trisha, would you take a moment and pray for our listeners and diligence and just what God has in store for them today? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for these listeners, for the the joy is to be in this together with them as we're all studying the Word of God. And I thank you for their diligence. We just rejoice in that. And I pray for the days forward diligence. We know that the days may not be easy and there's always going to be unexpected challenges, but I pray that they'll continue to be diligent. Just like Michelle and I, I pray that we will continue to be diligent to come to your Word and to um, not only get to know more, but to connect with you and to um, build that relationship with you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we are sending you off with some daily encouragement to get into the Word and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Again, if you don't have the one-year chronological Bible that we are using, we have links to that Bible in our show notes. You can also find it on the Kindle format. Also in the show notes is a monthly and yearly schedule of the Bible reading plan that we are following. And tomorrow we are going to read Numbers 8 and 9 and Leviticus 1, 2, and 3. You're doing the hard work and we see you. Hey, I want to take a second to thank the team at Life Audio. You wouldn't be listening to Daily Bible Podcast without their partnership. Go to lifeaudio.com and you're going to find great podcasts, other great podcasts to encourage you in your walk with God. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and so much more. So we will see you there. Bye-bye.